The True North The Racing Podcast is presented by Vision 20 Studios. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison, and you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Time to strap in, pull those belts, and get ready for an action-packed episode of the True North Racing Podcast. Are you ready to unmask? Uh, I mean unhelmet your favorite racers get ready for the most fun you'll have outside the racetrack to get you ready for the next race you're listening to john morrison and Megan mitchell and this is the true north racing podcast welcome back to a new week of the true north racing podcast i'm your host john morrison joining me as always is our amazing co-host megan mitchell megan how are you i'm good how are you I'm doing very well. How's your How's your family day weekend been going? Um, not bad. We're doing a lot of, I guess you can kind of call it spring cleaning. So, <laughs> so does that mean today? So does it mean the race cars are coming along very well then, or not today? But <laughs> <laughs> they are coming along really well. So that's good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you guys still have a little bit of time. Um. Since it's it's crazy that thinking that we're still back into our going going back into a new season now of the True North Racing podcast, and you know it's we're still going to be working out some jitters here to to get ourselves back on footing. And I don't know about anyone who's listening hasn't noticed, but anyone who's been watching us has noticed is for the past two seasons of the show, I have been standing for every episode. <laughs> So when you think about our stickers and scuffs podcast episode that lasted, I think, close to three hours, I still had to edit that show that night. So for the first time in a while, I'm actually getting to sit. We're rearranging some stuff, and this is what you'll be seeing every week is actually me getting to sit for a change and do the show. So Megan already told me I need to stand up when before we got in here and said I need to stand back up again and do the show. Um, this week on the show though guys we are being joined by the vice president of the canadian vision modified jay peppin he's going to join us in a little bit here to talk about the upcoming season what we can expect from their uh from the 2024 season they've been having a lot of growth they got a new name um new title sponsor to the series we're going to talk about some awesome dates that are on their calendar for this year um and if you guys obviously make sure you guys follow along with them, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, check out their website, vintagemods.com to keep in the know of what this club is about. These guys do to me, they're still one of my favorite classes to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They're, they're, I know last year I said, you know, I'm going to be st- stepping away from the club, but in all reality, I'm not really stepping away because one, I'm going to be there for a couple races at least, but I'm still going to do some stuff behind the scenes. Exactly. And I can't forget this club at all. Mm-hmm. The uniqueness, the camaraderie that's in the club, because yeah. you can't just load up. If you're pissed, you can't just load up and go to another um, another track and just run. You're not doing that. 
If you want to go race your uh, CVM and you're pissed, you got to go to Michigan. Hmm. Like, you know, it, it's... I, I, I The club is just amazing. It, it's just the... You know, last year we had TJ Marshall bring a brand new car, brand new car, and still wipe the field. Yeah. Um, the 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 gap of competitive cars is actually getting bigger. I find. I did notice that too. Like there was a lot more running for that top top four, like five, maybe six. I would say, and then like. Seven, eight, nine, ten was nine and ten were kind of in their own, and then seven, six, seven, eight were usually near each other as well. Um, but this year we even got a new rookie. I know there's a new rookie in the club, one as of right now that I know of. Um, but yeah, this this is just a club that's near and dear to my heart. I'm sorry, guys, like it's just the the history of it. it's the second longest running club in canada do you know what the first one is megan honestly no i don't i'll give you a hint they have been on tour more often than not as a companion event with um the apc late models oh come on <laughs> megan they're smaller in stature they're an open wheel car I'm not good with the titles of the divisions, to be totally honest. <laughs> the the like, Canon. Oh, those ones. Oh, okay. The, the Canon Midgets, yeah. Canon Midgets are the longest running club in Canada. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, learn something new, eh? Hmm. And the CVMs are the second. And I think it's literally a year difference. The CVMs would have been my guess, like just with the history. That the I style know. of the cars and. Yeah. Yeah, you would think that, but by one year. Close. Yeah, it is pretty close. Um, this week is you know what you know what's fun with this with the, with the race season coming up is not only our drivers announcing sponsors and their plans, we're also getting announced some of our sponsors and and partners as well that are, that are going with the True North Racing Podcast as well as Joe Media, and as you you've already. I guess you could say I guess like we could say that you fell victim to it already is that you were part of our a look ahead series. <laughs> yeah. And you know, this year, last year was done by your sister, Graphic Design, um, for presenting those uh preseason write-ups and the write-ups in general. This year we uh, we've we've moved partnership a little bit here. So now we have the wilds printing a look ahead. Um, and Wilds Printing will also be sponsoring our weekly rundowns or weekly recaps. Uh, so whenever you guys find out who or you guys want to know where all the Joe Media drivers finish, we're going to have it all in a singular recap posted to social media as well as to our website. Um, so there's going to be lots to check out there. Um, but your sister, uh, Rachel. And I have come to a partnership agreement that she's going to be presenting our spot, our uh, uh, our guests. So our guest segments are now going to be presented by Graphic Design Studio. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, 
I'm excited for that. You know, she she's done great work. We're we got some things in the works here. I gotta actually I gotta reach out to her again because we we got a giveaway gonna be going on here soon. So I I need to square up first before we start announcing giveaways because I'm not gonna be that kind of person. <laughs> but uh look for it in the coming weeks, guys. Um it's gonna be lots of lots of lots to do. Uh Megan, with the five hundred not running yet and the Xfinity race going on later tonight. What are your predictions to who's going to win the 500 and the Xfinity race? Um, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I fell out with NASCAR <laughs> a lot over the past two years, but like Xfinity, not a clue. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. As much as I've hated him my whole life, I'm kind of rooting for Kyle Busch at this point. Like, Okay, why? I gotta know. I gotta know why. I don't know because I like Brexton. <laughs> so you like his son? So you're I just do. gonna? I like his son. So I'm like, you know what? What do you think his? What do you think Brexton's gonna be in twenty years? Yeah, it's a mini Kyle Bush. Literally, yeah. But he's. I don't know. I kind of relate to him on some degrees, and like I feel like he's changed a little bit, and I'm kind of rooting for him at this point. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I mean, there's a lot of similarities there saying that this this could be the year for Kyle Busch to get his first 500. Mm-hmm. Apparently 20 years. Yeah. Who else had 20 years? Wasn't it Earnhardt? Yeah. Exactly. I could see it. And every time I think every time I say 20 years, I instantly get um Oh my god, why am I blanking on the name right now? Not Larry Mag, not Daryl Waltrip. Who's the other guy in the box? Oh God, you guys are gonna get mad at me for this. Mike Joy. Okay. Oh, every time I say twenty years, I instantly think of twenty years of trying, twenty years of frustration. That's all that comes to my mind. As no matter what anyone's saying, like, oh, you hear twenty years, and it's like twenty years of trying, twenty years of trying. I'm like. I think i've listened to that call way too many times yeah actually oh speaking of this speaking of earnhardt i found something i've watched something the other night and i got to talk to you about this and this is gonna be fun and we so i went downstairs um and the jacqueline's parents were watching um oh frick what's that show pawn shop okay but this is where they're traveling and <laughs> this guy walks in with three Dale Earnhardt um, diecasts. One is a prototype. One is a production prototype. And the other was a bank prototype. Hmm. Apparently there was only ever six of these made. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the only one that had prototype on it was the original, like was the first one. And the cool part about it was apparently it was the going to be for as a partnership between, um, the, uh, RC, obviously RCR and mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn. Huh. But the problem, apparently what made this deal fall apart was that the logo that they put on the car, uh, like when they were talking about it was the tour, um, the tour logo. 
mm-hmm. not the actual Brooks and Dunn logo. Right. So apparently there was two separate entities or whatever that, and the wrong people got the, got the tour one on. So apparently that's what made the deal fall through. So there's only ever six of these cars ever made. Oh, wow. What do you think the going rate on that was? Oh, God. What do you think he wanted for it? Like per car? Per, uh, no, for all three. He was going to sell oh, the for lot. All three of them? I don't know. I feel like saying like a thousand bucks is pushing it, but like, for I don't know. It's got to be <laughs> up there. Like being Dale Earnhardt and being like an original and prototypes, like, I don't know. You said a thousand? Yeah. Add 21 to that. Wow. He was wanting $22,000 for all three cars. Is that even reasonable? I, as soon as I heard that, I, I started laughing and you're like, that's, I'm like, he ain't getting that. And so apparently their expert was on scene, of course, because, you know, they always had an expert on scene. And that's when I found out about the whole, like the two different logos, the reason why the deal fell apart. But the whole thing about it was <laughs> the funny part about it was the fact that the guy then came and said like the prototype is worth $4,000. Uh, the yeah. secondary one was $2,000. Then the third one was like $1,500. So totaled like $7,500. Right. Okay. The guy's like, oh, uh, yeah, I think we could do that. And he's like, I will offer you $4,500. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. And the guy's like, I'm just going to keep on to them. I'm like, yeah, that's smart. What a, yeah. Like, what? It... But yeah, it was funny because like, Kind of uh Jacqueline and her and her mom were like, What do you think of that expert comes back and goes, Yeah, like it, it's worth that? I'm gonna be like, there's no way. I like I I no. I'm not I collect them and I and I kind of understand some values of it. But you're I, you're not selling a car or a three cars for twenty two thousand dollars. No. Now see if, if I don't- if I'm it was me, they offered him more, or I'm surprised they offered him what he did, right? And but yeah, the guy held on to it, and uh, yeah, so if we ever see anything like that on the on the on the market for like 120 bucks, I'm gonna go pick it up because I know it's a four grand <laughs> buy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, we got Jay Peppin waiting in our waiting room right now. So, what do you say we get into our first graphic design studio, uh, guest? Of the week. Yeah. All right. Let's bring in Jay Pepin, everyone. Joining us this week in our graphing design studio guest spot guest of the week. We got Jay Pepin, vice president from the Canadian Modifies. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Appreciate it. No problem. How's uh how's the off season been going for you get you in the club? Uh, it's been going well. I know um I've been obviously in contact with a lot of the drivers and teams and um uh, they're, they're keeping busy over the winter. So whether it's uh, doing some rebuilds or whatnot, or uh, some, some improvements to their cars, they're, apparently everyone's doing something and they're having fun doing it. So it's been a good off season. That's always good to hear. Yeah. 
keeps everybody busy, right? <laughs> oh, you know what they say, right? And I don't mind is the devil's playground. <laughs> Very true. Um. Uh, anyways, but let's get into the let's talk. Let's get into about the CVMs and the. Uh, why don't you guys? Why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, the club as as a whole? Well, I mean, as, as you guys know, and uh, maybe some don't, uh, it's one of the longest standing uh, series of clubs, I guess, in uh, in the country. That's I think started. I could be wrong here. Late fifties, early sixties. So, um, it's uh, it's all vintage cars. I think pre. I could be wrong here, but pre-1948 uh, original bodies that are on the top of a, a race-built chassis. So pretty unique cars, and um, they're really fun to watch. Uh, to watch. They are they they are and still are my favorite division of stock car racing here in Ontario. That's for sure. Yeah, they're blessed. I mean, it's uh, it's one thing to watch them, and when you're in actually in the car driving them, it's uh, it's a bowl of fun. I can just imagine what it's like to get into one of those things. Uh, yeah, you can't be claustrophobic. It's pretty tight <laughs> in some of those cars, unless you're driving like a coach, right? Like, I know uh, Jeremy Barton has a coach, and then Jared Morphy used to drive one, and uh, they're a little bit more roomy, I guess. But uh, most of them are pretty tight, depending on where the aluminum is all wrapped around you and stuff. So, yeah, it's a tight fit, but um, they're blessed. Oh yeah, and uh, and this year Rodney Rutherford is going to a coach too. But That's he was right, you're right. Last right. year, yeah, yeah, you know his uh, his car is a coach now. So I've had a chance to. I actually saw the car. It's actually looks great. So uh, apparently he's uh, he's let us know that he'll be out this year. So that's great to have Rodney back. He's a he's a great driver, great guy. So it's uh, it'll be great to have him uh, at track with us. Yeah, it's gonna have it's gonna be good to have that twenty four back on track with you guys. Um, why don't we talk a little bit? Uh, how did the twenty twenty three season go for you guys as a club? You know, it went really well. I mean, we um, had a steady stream of vehicles, so I, we didn't have the numbers that we wanted to. I think we had 11 regulars, uh, but those 11 regulars were out regularly, so I, like week to week. So I, I can say I think more than half of those cars uh, got uh, perfect attendance as well. So um, if not, they only missed a race. Like myself, I missed one myself. So it's we had a good turnout that way for uh, reliable uh, car count. Um, it went well. We had um, we had full a full list of associate sponsors, uh, race race night sponsors. So, uh, I guess financially the club was in a great spot. So um, that helped with um, having cars on track. So it went it went really well overall. I mean the weather was obviously a hindrance to everybody, right? We had a lot of uh, issues with rain and some nights. So I know we had one cancellation one night. We were all at track hoping we'd race and we didn't. But um, overall, it was a really great season. So moving into 2024, do you want to talk about what the schedule for the CVMs looks like this year? Yeah, sure. It's uh, it actually it it worked out pretty well for us. Um, working with obviously with with John at the track, and can't thank him enough. He's he's been so good to everybody, and especially our our, our series. Um, the 2024 schedule for us, I can go over a couple of things, but I know we only have one back to back weekend uh, of driving, which is great. Um, it obviously gives the driver some time to enjoy uh, the summer as well, but if there's any damage and stuff. So we only have one of those, which is great. Uh, we've got 12 race nights for the year. Um, we are on the, uh, I think the Bill Zardo Memorial, uh, June, could be June 1st. Yeah, June 1st. 
uh, Bill Zardo's Senior Memorial Night were on that, and we're also on a on an APC race night on July 13th. So uh, that was something I know that the series our club wanted to uh, be on, which was a special event night. So we're with them on the 13th um, for that, and then we're on uh, Kids Ride Night uh, August 3rd, I believe. Uh, meet the drivers night on the 17th. Uh, we're also on the Memorial night championship night. So I think it's worked out really well. So a lot of the fans are going to get to see us at the track. Um, like I said, on, on kids ride night or uh, meet the drivers, meet the drivers are really great. Um, obviously you guys have been a part of that being on, on the track with us. So it's a great way to meet the drivers and, and, and see what the cars are all about. Right. So, but overall the, the, the schedule's really favorable. Um, and uh, I think the the teams are quite uh, they're quite happy with it. It looks like a good schedule. Yeah, yeah you, def is. you definitely can't go wrong with that. Only one back to back weekend when, like two years ago, the club had four in a row and five in a row. You know, That's right. that that put a strain on the drivers. I, I saw it week in and week out after that. Like having a week. Like we had one or two weeks off between that four, between like the four in a row and then the five in a row. And it, it, I know how much of a strain it put on the drivers for that. And now seeing it every other weekend, it's going to be great. Gives gives the drivers a chance to to repair their cars. Um, and of course, yeah, you can't you can never go wrong with meet the drivers night. And mm -hmm. I I feel well, like this club needs to be on some special events because, like one, the memorial night you guys got snuffed last year for it i yeah. think and then this year you got or two yeah this year last year um and this year you guys are back on that card to me that's just one of the best nights to be at the track i, I i'm yeah. sorry oh it is it's uh it's uh it is for sure and that was a huge priority for us last season to be on that and i think it went well um so i agree with you that's a cornrows night too right yeah 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 so it's a that it's a big turnout for sure I told the guy last year at Motorama, I gave him a schedule for the CVMs. And I said, I'm like, if there's one event you come out for, and I pointed <laughs> out, I'm like, you come out for this event. Yeah. It is one of the most awesome things you ever come out to watch. The divisions you watch, then you get to go into the pits for a corn roast after. Yeah, like there's cool. there's nothing better than that kind of night. Um, Getting back, uh, going back to the schedule here, you guys are going to be on the card. Like you said, the card with the... Uh, epc late models there on july 13th what was that like for you guys because it's been four years since you guys have been on a card with the with the series um how does that feel for you guys going forward does that help you guys with more maybe getting sponsorship for the day or at least for the night or you think that's going to give more exposure to um more people outside of your normal reach yeah, I think you're hitting on all those, uh, John. I mean, it's 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 favorable in all facets where um, you can have yourself be put out there a little bit more, and and people seeing it. So obviously, it'll be televised, right? So that's obviously being a major event. So um, yeah, it's it, I think it's a balance. I think people there was a request for us, and people and fans asking about it even this past season when they were in the pits with us, asking if we'd be on those events. So. I think the fans wanted it, um, uh, wanted the, 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 the CVMs out there, and then obviously the drivers do too. So uh, like you said, for our own personal exposure for each car and our sponsors, or maybe to, like you just said, attract um, more corporate size sponsors uh, uh, to the CVM club. Actually, you just kind of touched on it there, so I think we're going to jump over to that one. Um, okay. 
was, uh, like you say, given the exposure, you guys have been getting quite a few requests actually over the last couple of years um, to even come up for a one-off race or, um, you know, coming back to not necessarily a traveling series, but at least to, uh, you know, come out and, and run one night or, you know, at a, at a track. Yeah. What's, what are those talks like? Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you've heard that too. So we, we, we've had invites from other tracks, um, reaching out to us now, uh, wanting us to, um, I guess, travel or come to their tracks. And, um, we obviously love that. And, um, we, we, we chatted about that as a, as a, as a group, uh, with that. I mean, uh, for the immediate future, I think we're, we're staying at, at the Flamborough Speedway. Um, we'd like to grow the club a little bit more, uh, get the car count up a bit more, um, which is going in the right direction. I can touch on that, but uh, I think we're looking at doing that first uh, and then uh, possibly tabling that uh, later on. I know that uh, there has been chatter again, like I think you just mentioned it about like a one-off, like a non-points race, like a, maybe a special event or where we go and just run um, one night of racing, right? So that could be possible in the future. Um, but for now, um, I think we're just staying at Flamborough. Yeah, I, I it's I would love to see the club grow just a little bit more as well before you guys attempt to to go to other tracks because you know it's it's hard on you guys to be able to travel um, because I know most of you guys a lot of the guys I think actually sold a lot of their traveling parts because once they told once they found that they were just going to run in Flamborough I think a lot of guys sold their their parts um, so now you're almost having to ask teams to spend some money to to get to go out to another track just even for a one-off um i know sobbles i know sobble wanted you guys when uh john was was john was gm there um last year you said sunset i remember last year sunset wanted you guys yeah um you know it's great to see these tracks reach out and want to be a part of this club again and even if it's just for a one-off, I, I'd love to see. I, hell, you can ca- sign me up. I'm coming and covering the, the, <laughs> the vision for the day. If you guys travel to another track for for a one-off race, I don't care. I'll do. I'll make that travel work. Um, yeah, it's like you said, right? Like it's nice that uh, the the series is getting some traction again, right? Like a lot of people are talking about it and asking about. Uh, our cars and our series. So it's, they're clearly uh, talking to those local tracks about uh, wanting us there. Right. So it's nice as a whole to, 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 to see that. Um, I know, I know the board, we were all chatting about that. So getting that popularity back up is, is priority. And uh, like you just mentioned that getting our car count up, which we are doing, um, I can go into it a little bit if you want or later, but uh, we've had a good number of cars. So we're looking at increasing our, our car count by a third this year. So um, we're, we're shooting for like that 15 to 16 mark um, with a possibility of outside numbers of up to 20. Um, so that's, that's the biggest key Are We going in the right direction, which we are, and uh, we're getting the support uh, fr- from, from, from lots of, you know, people and businesses and, and, and things like that. And drivers are starting to see that because let's face it, like it's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's racing isn't free. So it, it, it costs, right. It takes time. Uh, it takes some money. And uh, if we can roll that all together, make it more affordable for everyone, then that's the biggest thing. And we're hoping that's as a group, we're, we're going in the right direction. 
I think it's definitely like I've seen the growth over the past few seasons with the CVMs and I think it's it's great do you want to talk about like I guess some of the new drivers are returning drivers and that growth in the division yeah like you want me to go through them I can certainly do that that'd be sure. great give, give them a little plug too so mm. I mean a big thanks again like I said to the drivers that came out last season um, we've it was really nice to see us always coming out um well we have a first we had a first year driver last year Jessica James and you want to talk about cost um John I mean travel and stuff like I believe she travels in from the Belleville area to race yeah so talk about talk about dedication and and like that's it takes an effort right so you got to really uh have that and, and she was a, a, an amazing addition last year to the series um and had a great season uh, for sure. Uh, we've got Mike Pod, who's been around a long time. So Mike's a, obviously a veteran of the series. And um, as far as I know, he's coming back again next year. So he's he's uh, always a, an amazing asset to the club. And then uh, his secondary car, which is has Ian McIntyre behind the wheel on that. So Ian was out full time last year in either the one or the five. Uh, Joey Wolseley, he won a rookie of the year last year. Uh, he was a first year driver. He's only seven. I believe or he's turning 18 so uh younger guy and that's great to see him and he had a blast I know that and then um like Rick Williger the number eight car everybody knows Ricky Williger so uh, he had an amazing season and he'll be back again uh Scott Tonelli in the 14 uh, he was our rookie of the year the year previous so um he's had a, a boatload of fun he said in the series and I know he's coming back this year and uh, continuing that and we got Murdoch's and Steve and his son Quentin uh, and those CVM, so they'll be back. And then we've got the 84, Jeremy Barton, uh, who's um, been driving on and off for a number of years, as myself. And then um, Rodney Rutherford, right? So we touched on Rodney, so he'll be back. And uh, we've got two brand-new drivers, Megan, like you mentioned. So we've got two rookies. As far as I know, I, these are the only two so far. Um, so we've got Maddox Pepin driving the 51 car, which is uh, TJ Marshall's. Uh, old car, old championship car, and then we've got the 13 of uh, Samantha Torella. So she'll be piloting, I think, Joe Arsenault's old 17 car. So that car, I believe, is ready to go. It's got to get some decal work done. And uh, so those will be, right now, are kind of our regulars that we know of. Um, there's other cars on the outside, like, uh, that I chatted with were Bill and Amanda Stoner. I know they've indicated that they could be out this year. And then Joe Arsenault, I believe, has got another car on, in the works. Um, and I know Mark Klotz, uh, Klotz was indicating that they have a car ready to go, I believe. But to, again, this is all hearsay. So I, I'm not, I'm not speaking for them, but um, this is just things that we've had chatter over, over the last few months. And then John Carley, there's a 44 car. I know John's going to be driving other things as well, but uh, there could be a chance there we can get John back in his car. And then um, uh, Bob and Jake Gilbert have their vehicle too. I know they were getting some work done to that. And, uh, I know Rob Clark. I don't know the gentleman very well, but I know Rob had like a multiple, like a few cars, right? Like I think he had the 33 before and things like that. So I don't know where that sits with that, but um, even leaving him out, that's a good possibility about the 20 cars, right? So um, that would be a, a full 100% improvement from this year going from 10, 11 to 20. So I'd say conservatively, we're looking at around the 14, 15 mark. So uh, and we are looking at other cars too. So there's other cars that are for sale. Um, so as a club, we're looking at, we're entertaining that to see. And even if people are looking to pick them up to uh, get them track ready and 
even have people look to, to even rent them out or, or, or one offs or a few races a year. So like if anybody's interested in that, like reach out to me or get a hold of John and they can put you on to me and I can certainly point you in the right direction if you're looking to finally get into one of these cars. So yeah. You need to stop teasing me like that. We're talking about rentals because I got a fire suit yeah. now. I really want to get behind one of the wheels, wheel of these, of these things. Well, yeah, you uh, if you get the green light on your end, then we can certainly make it happen <laughs> for it. <laughs> after after April sixth, that's all I need to get through first. Yeah. Um, yeah. And did I, I did I did I leave out TJ Marshall? Did I go? Over yeah, him? you left TJ out. <laughs> I did that on purpose. No, no joke. Uh, no, TJ Marshall, I wanted to touch on him. Um, obviously being our champion, obviously coming back out, um, guy jumps in a new car midseason and just keeps the ball rolling and wins a championship. So, and then sells his other car off to someone else to get that car on track. So to me, that's kind of the epitome of what growing the club is, where if you've had some success and you've had some experience in the club and you're moving on to say another car, uh that's a, just a great example of it so now there's two cars on track not just the same one right so uh and tj obviously being our president uh he's done an amazing job with uh, handling all that stuff and then obviously keeping his his level of performance on track so uh it says a lot about him so uh, um yeah it was just nice to see that so it's nice to see his other car back on track so um that's kind of how we want to grow the club that's awesome and this year there is a new title sponsor. Do you want to talk about that too? Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, first off, I'll, I'll, I'd like to quickly thank like young drivers. I have Jared Murphy. So they were there for a few years with us. Right. So they've, uh, they moved on. Um, uh, but that was great to have them for a long time, but yeah, we, we, so the new series sponsors, I know a lot of people know now it's grindstone landscaping. They're based out in the water down area. That's uh, Jay Lindy and his team. So a uh, huge, huge thanks to them uh, for um, getting involved with us and being the title sponsor. Uh, I know Jay myself, uh, he, uh, his son races carts and my daughter uh, raced carts too. And uh, he actually races against my daughter in the, in the pro challenge series. So I know Jay and uh, it was a pleasure to have him um, approach us to, to be the title sponsor. So um, looking for many, many years with Jay and, uh, he's a, he's a great person and, uh, he's a racer and, uh, I think, uh, it's going to be a great fit moving forward. Awesome. And, and the new logo for it looks absolutely, mm -hmm. by the way, um, it does look sharp. Hey, uh, big thanks to, uh, Chuck Barton at B square decals. He, uh, he put that together, me and him kind of tweaked it a bit, but it was, it was his mindset to, to pull that together. So. Yeah, it looks good. It's going to look good on the side of the race car, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it, there, there's – the one of the things I know – let's just – because I wasn't – obviously I don't come out to the meetings anymore since the last time uh, uh, when we had the, the fall meeting there for, um, for the new votes of uh, who was going to yeah. be on the committee. Was there any talk of going back to Motoram anymore, or is that absolutely – kibosh like not going to happen like for this season or yeah for this year in general uh for this year i think yeah so what we did is we we just i think as a group decided to just um because i know a lot of people were, were still working on their cars and there's been a lot of transition with that right with people doing that so there wasn't really we obviously have to send a couple cars there and things like that so we didn't really we didn't want to really we didn't want to handcuff uh, the drivers and putting pr additional pressure on them to have their cars ready 
Uh, last year was a little easier. We had um, cars that were ready. So I think this year we just thought, you know what, let's just, we won't put that pressure on anyone. And so we'll just take a year off. So next year is, is going to be tabled again for sure. Uh, so it's a great an event. Uh, we really enjoyed it last year. I mean, you guys have been there. It's a, it's a great showcase. And uh, I mean, uh, yeah, we're certainly going to look at it for uh, 2025. Awesome. Yeah. I just, I wasn't sure if you guys had continued because I know the, the decision wasn't final at, the, at that meeting, but I figured, you know, I might as well ask you about it. Cause sure. You're at the top of the food chain there. So well, no, uh, we just talked about it as a group and just, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was just, yeah, we just didn't have enough, I guess, solid commitment. And and by all means, we, like I said, we don't want to put any pressure on people because I mean, everyone works, we have a life and it's, it's tough. Sometimes you just can't get to your race car. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, continuing on with the sponsor uh, sponsors here, of course, you know, you, the club always has the nice long list of usually the, the usual um, supporters of the club. Um, I've also seen a few new people come on board as well over the last couple of years. Uh, who, who are some of the associate sponsors looking forward to ahead here for the 2024 season? Yeah, no, I appreciate you asking me that. Um, we, we have had a stable of, uh, of continuing sponsors, but yeah, we've had some new ones. Um, for 2024, it's uh, we got Sherwin Williams paints. They're back again uh, for their second year. We got Epic Racewear with Dan Bailey and those guys. So, uh, they provide us with a, the, the checkered flags and things like that for us, right? And some of the swag, so all the hats and shirts and stuff. So they're back at Touchwood Cabinets, which is Jason Bowden, as we all know, drove CVM too, and is, is a racer and his son drives in the uh, Waterloo Regional Car Club. So he's back. We've got Riverside Heating and Air, uh, and Severus Engineering, uh, Grisdale's Racing Products, uh, B-Square Decals, uh, Oakville Trailers, uh, so Ron Easton, and uh, some guy named uh, Jomo Media, some company on not sure, but uh, yeah, gotta be no, a no namer. Joma Media is in there. <laughs> uh, uh, we have uh, those associate sponsors for now. Uh, there's something in the works for probably maybe another one. We're not sure yet, so that's kind of ongoing right now for our associates. Yeah, but we huge thanks to them. They uh, big supporters, and it certainly helps the club a great deal. And every one of the every one of their logos are on either side of the fenders on the cars. So. If people are coming to the races and wonder what those things are, if there's a, like a mash of stickers on the cars, it's, that's what those are. So uh, we, we represent those on every car. So every car that races in our series has to have those on. And uh, same with grindstone landscaping. You'll see, you'll see that logo across our visor and on the windows now. So uh, those will all be on, on the cars moving forward. Can't wait to see that. Um, I, there's so many other questions I want to ask because like, Shoot. But I no 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 because you said <laughs> we don't want to make this. We we talked yesterday and you, there's so yeah. many other questions I want to ask. So we're gonna have to, I'm gonna I want to do another episode later on, but I want to get you Maddox and Tenley on for that one. That's um, that's that's yeah that's awesome. Yeah, we'll keep it to the club here and then yeah, <laughs> exactly. For sure. For sure. Uh, so and as well, like you got your nightly sponsors, and last year you guys were stockpiled with nightly sponsors. Uh, to the point where, like, you know, I, get, I, I was very thankful last year that we sponsored the uh, the championship night for the club. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, what um, are a lot of the associate sponsors also nightly sponsors this year as well? Or, yeah, we've got a few. Like, um, I can go over them real quick here. I just yeah. A little my heart here. But, um, 
We've, I know Sharon Williams, uh, Sharon Williams is doing a nightly sponsor as well. Uh, Touchwood Cabinets is doing it as well. Um, oh, Grindstone's going to have a nightly sponsor, a race night sponsor off for obvious reasons. These are title sponsors. So, uh, Riverside Heating and Air, Cerberus, and, and yourself, right? Joe Media is doing both. Uh, we also have, um, one offs will be Shack Shine House de Detailing. They've got a race night. Uh, Invisible Fence, which is uh, an ex driver. Uh, that a lot of people probably know Ben Charbonneau, so he's coming on. Uh, Flamborough Machine Shop, uh, Authentic Memories Photography, uh, they're on. That's the first time that they're in. Uh, and Georgetown Printing, so John Carley and his team, so they're on for race night. Uh, B Square Decals too. So yeah, we're full again. Like we had, uh, it was incredible. Like we've had a lot of people approach us and and uh, wanting in. And uh, again, it's back to that traction that the club's getting right. So. It's nice to see people wanting to get involved. So we're full for the year, like you said. That's it's awesome. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really so good. Yeah. The 2024 season's coming a lot quicker than what we all thought, I think. But um, is there any, like, expectations that you have for the club this season? Well, expectations. I mean, I, I think things that I, I think that the, the – I think as – as a group, like the board, I mean, and the drivers, I think, and, and I'm speaking, trying to speak for the club here. It's, I think it's just nice that we have that full 12 race schedule, you know, that we're going to have more cars and some new drivers, which is, and they're young too. Like, like Sam, Samantha's 22, I think, and Maddox is, he'll be 21 in March. So we've got younger drivers coming in. Uh, like John, you just touched, we have more supporters, new people coming in, new, new companies that are willing to support. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be active off the track, too. Like, I know last year, I don't know if you guys were there, we did that bike giveaway, like, with, with the track. Yep. So we, we went out and got a nice new bike, and it looked great, and it was just nice to see, right? And, like, we're we're going to be sponsoring a uh, Waterloo Regional Car Club race, right, June 22nd. Nice. Yeah, so we, we as a board, we wanted to kind of keep with our roots and and go where most of our drivers come from. Like, some of us came from, from karting, right? So... We want to touch base with them and, and, and support them too. So uh, June 22nd, we'll be there with the car and then hopefully all of our drivers will show up. We don't race at night. So it'll be nice to have uh, the group there. We can answer questions about anything, right? So, and we're also looking at doing a, a car show uh, June 8th. Uh, it's called the Graffiti Car Show put on by the Highwaymen Car Club in, uh, in Waterloo at the Rod and Gun Club. So that's something that we'd love to have all our cars out there again to get more exposure. Um, and then, uh, we've been chatting. We're not sure yet, but we'd like to, I know in the past there, we're speaking to a lot of the older drivers that retired, uh, they did a summer barbecue and a picnic. So be nice to do some kind of off track middle of summer, but we all get it. It's tough. Uh, racing's busy, but, um, we want to see about maybe possibly doing things like that with all the, the teams and drivers and fans, if they want to come too. So that's awesome. That's yeah, crazy so, here. I love hearing yeah. that. Yeah, a lot of things on the on, on the horizon, so it's it's nice. So I, I wouldn't call them expectations, but excitement, I guess. Uh, lots of excitement. Looking forward to this season for sure. Definitely. I, I'm already getting excited. That's for sure. Uh -huh. um, yeah, the you know the the upcoming season, Megan, you you hit the nail on the head there. 2024 season is coming rapid. Like I thought there was still another like four or five months to go, and no, no, no. <laughs> No, it, it's coming a lot quicker than what we all expected, but, uh, you know, 
with the, with the club in itself, it's growing, it's, it's getting the support, you know, it's again, it, it's one of the more unique clubs in Ontario. Um, you don't, there's a lot of comparisons now, especially between uh, one of the Oscar modifieds, as well as the CVMs in terms of what power plant uh, shocks, stuff like that. Uh, rear ends where it's very a lot of it's very similar just the the size of the car is different but the cvms is still one of the more affordable divisions to race in overall i would say what uh, jay can you touch on that a little bit i yeah i completely agree with you and um and, and it's for sure and that's a huge reason i got into it as well um obviously number one the cars look awesome but it is i did my homework too and it's obviously more affordable right so your tires last a little longer, right? Uh, opposed to say a late model where, you know, you're, you're swapping those out a lot quicker and a little bit more expensive, right? So, um, which is fine, right? But I mean, with us, if you're looking to, to not have extreme costs, um, the CVMs for sure, like uh, we run um, affordable cars and they don't have to be perfect. You know what I mean? Like they don't have to be perfect. Um, they can just be safe and, and built the right way. But uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's tires will last you, right? So. It's a certainly affordable. And the fact that we do run it in Flamborough, um, we're not driving around the province or whatnot, right? At, at this time anyway, because I mean, I drive in an hour, an hour away myself. So um, it can be costly, but being being local in the middle of where we are at Flamborough, yeah, it's, you save money, right? So no, very affordable, uh, very affordable. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to get Megan to get into the class, that's for sure. Scott's had me sold a few times. Has he? Well, let's oh, yeah. see. We'll see if we can get a car for you. Jay, you know some rentals, right? I, I might. I might. <laughs> We're working on it. Uh, so. Yeah, with the like I said, with the you know, it's it's great to be looking ahead. That's for sure. And you guys definitely have a um, good committee this year. You guys are, um, I guess, are looking very strong in how you guys are going to operate this year. Um, I obviously me sitting I'm behind the, a lot more further on the sidelines than I was, you know, it's definitely nice to see the changes you guys have been making. And of course the improvements you guys have been making to continue to rebuild this club because it, it, it I hate to say it. I don't want to ever want to see these cars become a, a piece in the garage, you know, or, or sitting out in a, in a race car graveyard somewhere. I don't want to see that. These cars deserve to be out there on the track. Um, they're just as beautiful as I remember seeing them 15 years ago when I started going back to Flamborough on a regular, on a, uh, on a regular uh, occurrence and just seeing these cars, they're just, they're badass. The drivers are crazy. You guys are nuts. I don't give a damn who, who you say. You guys are the most nuts out there in my opinion. Like, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think the guys and girls that drove years and years and years ago before us, they were actually crazy uh, mm. driving on like on a couch with the leather helmet. <laughs> like, like that was crazy. Uh, yeah. And it's funny. It's funny. You talk about that because I, I talked to a gentleman last evening, actually, Mr. George McLeod. Um, he raced in the fifties, sixties, and I think retired in 78. So I had a nice long chat with him about how things were back in the day. And, and, it's just, it's just crazy. I love to hear that stuff. I'm a historian. I love to hear that. So I was asking about all the old cars and how, where they are and, and maybe who has one today and things like that. So like even my son's car was, uh, 
was Keith Barton's old car back in 1975, like the year I was born, like, come on. So it, it's really cool, right? And then I go to find out that Ron Easton, a good friend of mine who uh, works on our cars, he he drove that exact body, that car. Like, it's just, it's, so to me, it's just cool, right? And like you said, you don't want to see these cars sitting in a field. And you know what? I think it's the drivers that don't let that happen. So it's not a committee. Um, I think it's the people that have that passion to drive them and to keep them on the track. So all the drivers I listed off and all the drivers that drove before us, those guys and girls are the people that we have to applaud because like that's, they, they started it, they kept it going. And they were the ones running. As far as I heard, I heard guys telling me 30, 40 races and running three races on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and going from Michigan to the CNE and things like that. So that's what I was talking with Mr. McLeod last night. And I was just, my jaw was on the table. Like wondering how did you guys pull this off back then, right? So, um, it's the drivers. That's that's who's going to keep these series alive and um, and people coming out and wanting to have that passion to do it. So I think our only commitment to that is just to kind of keep the club viable, uh, present, um, so people can get involved and see it. And then if they have that passion, jump into that car and let it rip. So. Well said, that's for sure. Um, Jay, we're not going to take up too much more of your time on this Monday because, you know, sure. we got the 500 happening in about 30 minutes. Yeah, Before yeah. Before we let you go, okay. who's your pick for the 500? You know what? I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of him, and there's no particular reason why, but uh, obviously, you know, I drive the 43, and it's Richard Petty, so uh, I'm going for Jimmy Johnson today, dark horse, because he's sporting uh, – Petty's 1964 paint scheme and uh, like, why not? Right. Who doesn't love a guy who just jumps into a car he never practiced with and qualifies for the dish of the 500. So let's go, Jimmy. Well, you got the, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch the race tonight. You know, we got a nice big double header. Um, of course, we don't know who's going to win because we're recording at Monday at three 30 in the afternoon. That's and right. So That's when right. this airs, we have no clue who won. Um, Jay, we got to thank you for taking the time to chat with us today. Um, you know, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. And, you know, we're going to be seeing you a couple times this summer at, the, at Flamborough Speedway with, this, with the CVMs. Um, no before we let you go, is there anything else you would like to add? Yeah, a couple of things. One, are we not doing fan questions? Let's oh, go. Oh, shoot. Okay, so hold on. But, yeah, okay. So then I got something after that. If you want, so, yeah. <laughs> Let's go fan questions. All right. We got our Taylor to you media yeah. <laughs> and design fan question period. Uh, of course, we got some questions lined up for you, Jay. Megan, why don't you hit us with them while I go over here and uh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm gonna start off with Rob Twitchett. He's got three questions. First one, he said, "Do you think that your French background is why you suck so much, or is it a coincidence?" I guess we're starting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Rob, he's such a he's such a nice fellow. Eh? Like he's so kind and loving. Um, <laughs> I think I think uh, it's got to be the French background, right? So I think Rob knows me well enough. So good on him. <laughs> Love that question. You're the best, Rob. You're the I'm best. Not gonna lie. I didn't read I got... these over, and I just read that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So now, yeah, people don't know I was French, so now you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, number two. One thing you know now that you wish you knew when you started uh racing in the club or being on the board i'm gonna assume racing yeah racing 
I, I don't know. Like, uh, well, I guess how fun these things really are to drive. Like, I mean, when you start out, you're not at your fastest and not that I am now, but you, you, you get quicker and, and better, more confident. So they're just, the faster you go, the more fun it is, I guess. You know, I had fun starting, but now that, you know, as time progresses, you just have more fun and more and more and more. So, yeah, I don't even, I didn't realize how fun it would actually be. And number three, what has been your scariest moment in a CVM? The scariest moment in a CVM? Um, I think my first race, my first ever race, I might as well just had a, had a set of blinders on or a blindfold on because yeah, I, uh, I wrecked, I wrecked the leaders in the race. Mm. I don't oh Yeah. And then I cracked the wall. So I almost broke my hand. So yeah, that's probably my scariest. That was a welcome to the series. It's time to wake up in 2021. Yeah, I sure did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. So that was, I'd say my scariest moment because it was just like my first rack period. I never been in a rack in a car period. And so that was kind of like, well, okay, all right. So, and I looked down and my hand was still attached. So that was a good thing. That's let cool. go of the steering, let go of the steering wheel when, when you crash, just let go of the wheel. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Brandon Feeney asked, what is your favorite part of driving a CVM? Well, we touched on this throughout this interview. It's they, they just look amazing, right? They're unique. Uh, they've got a history. All of them each have a history of their own. Like every race car that's on that track was built some at some point and some family was riding along in those things in the 30s, 20s, and 40s. So um, they're just popular. I think a lot of the people in the pits after races come to see us. And I know personally, I put a lot of kids in my car and we fire it up and the look on their face. So I think that's that's the favorite part is they're so well-received um, and they're very unique. So, and they're easy to work on too, pretty simple. So that's that's most enjoyable part mm -hmm. uh, Steve Murdoch asked what are you looking forward to in 2024 um a new I, I'm looking forward to the the club like having a fresh start now it's uh, with with grindstone stepping in I think I'm looking forward to that reception from the crowd and, and our supporters I think it'll be really great uh, see new drivers again coming into the club. Uh, that's going to be fun to see new younger drivers coming into the series and just seeing how much more our club's going to grow this year, right? And having that favorable schedule. So getting the club exposed a little bit more and, and seeing where that goes by the end of the year. I'm pretty excited for that. Lisa Barton McRae asked, what is one of the best things you enjoy about being vice president of the CBM series? <laughs> well, it's just an honor to be on the board itself and helping out in any way. So, I mean, I just, I really love helping with our board and, and to grow our series. And, you know, I, uh, I chat a lot of it with our sponsors and stuff and I, 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 I kind of liaison between them and our board. So it's, I enjoy doing that. I'm in sales in my day to day job. So it's, it's kind of fun to, to meet new people. Um, I enjoy, you know, I guess being on the board, you, you get to, you know a little bit more about the club where you're dealing with more people on a day-to-day -day. Uh, so i get to find out a lot of history on each car and uh, maybe some past drivers and things like that so like i said i'm a historian with that stuff i like it so uh, that's pretty cool to to uh, be able to do that for sure and then lisa also asks um right now you have three cars in the jtm stall will you have a fourth one anytime soon 
Oh, did you really ask that? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know I only have two kids, right? So like three, <laughs> three, three is enough for now. Uh, but as a club or a series, uh, I'm always looking to see if there's any cars available uh, to get in uh, new drivers into the series. So um, like I said earlier, if anyone's looking to possibly get in one or, or want to know more about them, like reach out to me. Uh, so yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm always looking out in the best interest of the clubs for other cars too. And I know a lot of us are doing that. I'm not the only one by any means. So, um, but yeah, I guess I got my eye always, always looking out for other cars. So, but as for one in our actual stall to, to have, probably not. <laughs> I think that's all I have. Yeah. That's, gonna, okay. no, that's, that's, a, that's all that's going to wrap cool. up our tailored to you media and design uh fan question period of course we want to thank everyone for submitting their questions for this um because it's always a lot of i always find i always enjoy seeing what people come up with because you never know yeah rob twitch it sure <laughs> <laughs> he's the best see with rob i always just leave him in because i'm like you know what i'm like the guy's funny he is funny yeah he no, he's a good guy he's a good guy um but yeah as i was saying before i forgot about our fan question period uh, Jay, was there anything else you want to add in here before we let you go? Well, listen, again, I'm just here on behalf of the club. So like, I want to, I want to give a big thanks to the board and the team and all the drivers. I mean, like I said, the drivers make it happen. I believe there's only three of us on the board, like as drivers. Uh, so like we've got our president, TJ Marshall, big thanks to him for being who he is, obviously. And then we've got, uh, uh Scott Tonelli on our committee, which is also a driver and obviously myself uh, being the VP and then. Big thanks to Brenda Atkinson. If you don't know her, she's been around the club for a super long time. So she handles our, our, our funds and she's a treasurer. Um, uh, Lisa Barton, who asked the question there. So she's on our committee this year. Uh, Kelly Pepin, who's our, our secretary. Um, Shannon McGlynn on our committee as well. And we've got um, head of tech, Randy Marshall. And uh, Rick Williger also helps him with that. And uh, and Tim Martin. So we, he's, a, he's an ex-driver as well. So he used to drive these. Tim's been a humongous help uh, on, on, on the board too. So... Our entire committee, um, they're they're they'd love to put in that extra work, and and they they're committed to helping the the, the series. So big thanks to them. Awesome. Well, congratulations to everyone, and and good luck on a good luck on the upcoming season uh, as a club, because you know you guys, you guys, you guys are always going to hold it dear. You guys are always going to be near and dear to my heart, because you know that's how I got started with all this media stuff. <laughs> that's right that's was right. thanks to this club like it wasn't just i wanted to do this it was just start helping with the team and i was like you know what let me just go with the series see what happens and and look where we are now um look, look at that. i'm sponsoring a race night i'm i'm a uh, associate sponsor of the club like it's amazing we we love having you so you're right like it's uh it's nice to see your growth as well too so uh, we i know we have a few drivers that are part of your jomo media team and um, I let the drivers know too, like, Hey, listen, if you want some exposure, uh, for yourself and your cars and our series, I mean, hit up John, right? Like, uh, we've been with you guys for three years and you've been uh, really great at it. And that's, uh, your whole team is really awesome. So if you want exposure, call John for sure. Absolutely. We'll plug Joe media more after, after this. So, uh, right Jay, thank you so much, man. Go enjoy the Daytona 500 and, uh, We'll see you in the upcoming race season. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a have a great day. We'll talk to you later. All right, bye. See yeah. ya.
Yeah, and before I go, I got one more thing to say. A big thanks to uh, John and Frank Casali at Flamborough Speedway. It's uh, it's a pleasure and an honor. Uh, I know from our entire series that uh, we're able to race at the racetrack, and uh, we can call that home. And uh, big thanks to them. So uh, they've always supported us, and uh, uh, big thanks to them. And we're back after our conversation with the Grindstone Landscaping Canadian Vineyard Modifieds. Vice President, Mr. Jay Pepin. Of course, we got to thank Jay uh, for joining us this week. It's always fun talking with with people like that. And <clears throat> with him being a racer, it's so also so hard not to ask him about himself. Yeah. Like as you guys heard, there was I. So his son is going to be competing for Rookie of the Year this year. I wanted to. I was going to ask him, was he nervous about his son? Um, jumping behind the wheel of one of these cars and what he was feeling, but I'm like, man, I can't do that because we're talking CVMs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, of course we're gonna have to bring Jay, we're gonna have to get Maddox on, bring Tenley on, we're gonna have to do a whole JTM episode uh later this year, so that way you guys can actually uh learn a little bit more about them. And if you guys want to, we're gonna put a link down below in the comment sections on YouTube. Um. <clears throat> Check out our link in, uh, link in the uh, uh, comment or not in the comment. It's not going to be in the comment section, but it's going to be in the description um, on YouTube. We do have a video where last year we went down and and hung out with JTM Racing, and they we did a shop tour at their place, and yeah, there was it, it was a lot of fun. So we got you guys got to would get to meet uh, Jay and Tenley a little bit, um, but this year with Maddox running a CVM. It, we got a little bit more, and I still think I still think Maddox is gonna win best appearing car this year. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Jay Jay got a little touch up and it looks really really good. That I chrome just, looks really good. It looks so good, but I just don't know if it's gonna be enough. You know, who knows? He hell even Ronnie Rutherford. He's he's got a white car right now. Yeah. What's it gonna look like? I'm curious. So. And of course, this is one of my favorite times of the years when either drivers start showing us what their paint schemes are for next year, or even showing us what um, an idea of what they're going to go with next year. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, <clears throat> I'm like a little kid in the candy store when I see the unveiling. Me too. Because it's th- there's so much fun to see, you know. It really is. It's like a little fashion show, but like. <laughs> For us race people. <laughs> no, you know what I'm just thinking is like driving like a car, so like always someone yeah. there, like you guys driving out you drive out in the car and then you get out and then with your fire suit on and you walk the rest of the way down yeah. the yes. <laughs> then your crew comes out in their crew shirts. <laughs> that makes oh, so cool. <laughs> oh my god. Um that would be so much fun. Oh, good God. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to get them back on. We're going to talk to them. And uh, we're going to get out of here pretty soon here. So we, we can go watch the 500. Um, I'm likely going to be listening to on MRN radio here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, as we heard, Megan's got Kyle Busch picking Kyle Busch for this race. Jay has got uh, Jimmy Johnson. 
I'm not going to go with a dark horse, but I'm not going to go all out here either. I'm going to take Bubba Wallace. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Why did you think I was going to say that? I don't know. I just knew it. He's not even my favorite driver. I don't have a driver anymore. I know, but isn't he Jacqueline's? It is Jacqueline's. I, I will admit that. Jacqueline's favorite driver is Bubba Wallace. But you know what driver I, I can never pick in front of Jacqueline? What? Michael McDowell. She really? absolutely hates him. Every time they talk about him, every time they show his car, she just gives up the middle finger to him. Okay, that used to be me with Kyle Bush, to be honest. Like <laughs> when my Facebook like memories come up, like it's embarrassing from like 2011, <laughs> the stuff I used to post about Kyle Bush. I'm like, holy smoke, relax. What did and he now you're just like I gotta give it up for him? Now I'm like he's a little bit relatable. Like yeah. so I'm like, okay. No, I, I, I think, I think Bubba's finished twice in the, in the 500. Yeah. You just got to be there at the end of the 500 miles. That's it. Exactly. You just, you have a chance as long as you're there at, at, at the 499 mile marker. That's all that really matters in those yeah. cases. Yeah. It's, very- it's literally the last half a mile yeah. is where all carnage breaks through. If you're in a good position, you're coming home with that trophy. Mm-hmm. And the title of Daytona 500 champion, you know, but yeah. Um, with that being said, guys, we are going to get out of here and uh, we're going to go enjoy some racing. We're going to go um, enjoy the rest of our week because, you know, today's family day. So we got, we got a short work week ahead of us, which is awesome. We hope you guys enjoy the rest of your work week. Um, we got to thank all of our partners, vision 20 studios for presenting the podcast, Gra- graphing design studio for presenting our uh, guest this week as well as tailored to you media and design for presenting our fan question period. Um, you can catch us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Well, actually, we're not really on Twitter anymore. TikTok, um, YouTube, and as well as joemedia.ca. You guys can find out all the information. As Jay said, if you guys are looking for promotions to uh, for your race team for the next year, contact us. We'll set you guys up with a great package where we can help you out, uh, give your, you and your sponsors some more exposure. Uh, other than that guys uh, Megan is there anything else you would like to add before we head out here uh, nope I'm good alright well for Megan Mitchell I'm John Morrison we'll see you guys next week bye now yeah the engine rooming by smell the gas and feel the vibe going into overdrive drop the flag then the car zooming by Hey, true north racing let's go